to my knowledge, to, for what I know. Um, well, with age comes wine, uh, and with time comes good wine. Wine, mach- I think what I'm trying to say is I think the older wine is, with the, 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 the age of it, it's going to be better. Chances are, right? Um, and I'm just going to make a, I'm gonna make a couple of parallels during this talk, but I'm going to make the first one right here. Um, and the older as we get, as people, I mean, I'd, I'd like to hope, and I'd like to hope I personally am learning from some life experiences, learning from mistakes. And, and I think those mistakes, well, I'd like to think each one is kind of like um, Michelangelo chipping away at the David that is me. I'm not comparing myself to the masterpiece that's David, but um, for to, to paint an image for y'all or to sculpt one, that was a terrible pun. Um, you get what I'm saying. And I and I think you know the older I am, I'm taking a step back right now. Um, it, it's blatantly obvious that I think we all place certain values on things in life. Uh, it, it would be easy to say like, oh, I like doing this over that. Well, no, I mean I'd like to think there's some weight on them. There's some value. Um, you know, family, friendships, relationships, laughter, eating, whatever it might be. I mean, for everyone, it's different. Um, but it, it wasn't until this summer. Um, and, it, and the, the story is to have this, well, it's a couple part things. I mean, the first was, I remember I went to the gym once this summer. Um, it was abnormally hot. And I wouldn't be far off saying it was 94 degrees. I'm in my, I'm in a Honda CRV. You don't need to know the year. You don't need to know the color, but I'm in a Honda CRV. Just please keep that in mind. Get back from the gym. I think I was playing basketball. I might've been on a run. Uh, I'm in the car. I'm already sweating, but. I just kind of sat in the car for a minute, and before I knew, like literally before I knew it, it was as if um, a thousand, like a thousand buffalo, a thousand bison were storming down my face. But in the form of sweat, I was sweating bullets, dripping. My shirt, <laughs> once a, a very mellow and subtle gray, now is a dark abyss of um, sweat. Honestly, yeah, I was just very sweaty, and I'm in the car. I'm sitting down, and I'm like, I'm kind of into this. I, I like this sweat. And it was in that moment right there that I realized I, de- I, I kind of enjoy sweating, right? And it's funny. I'll, I'll tell people, like, and I, but the thing is I know I sweat. Like, I'm the, I'm the type of guy who, and I think the metrics are, if it's 74 degrees, right, you got that 74, let's go 72 to 75 degrees. If I'm in pants and a short sleeve shirt, I'm, I'm breaking a little bit of a sweat. If I'm walking, you know, say I'm walking to class. If I'm walk, if it's a brisk walk, I'm, I'm breaking a sweat. I mean, it's, it's kind of what I do. Um, and I just sweat a lot in general. I think one time I was getting coffee with a girl and for some reason I was so nervous and I made the mistake of kind of wearing that light gray shirt. Um, it was June gloom too. It really wasn't that hot, but I started sweating. Um, dramatically. I don't know why. Anxiety, maybe? I got a little anxious? Probably. I'll admit that. Um, I mean, you get the point. The pores are always open. They're always ready to go. And usually I'll just tell people, oh, I'm Greek. You know, I sweat. It's what I do. Uh, it's what I do. You know, I, it's funny when I say it, they'll be like, um, yeah, I'm Greek, man. I sweat. It's, it's what I do, right? And I'll say that kind of like the, <laughs> kind of like the <laughs> laugh at the end. It's kind of pretentious, but it almost, for some reason, I feel like when people hear me kind of like throw that laugh in there in this tone of voice, it almost validates everything I said. Like I could say that I have like a black belt in karate. I could say, um, like I, I think I could honestly say, like, oh man, I'm sore. I just um, bench pressed 253 pounds. And if you look at me, you know that's not something I could do. But I think that that laugh, man, I think it really almost, it either makes them, it almost turns them off from talking to me so much that they don't even engage with the blatantly obvious lie that I just said, or it validates it. I'm going to hope it validates it. But I'll tell them, you know, I'm Greek. It's what I do. I sweat. 
do I think that has any relation to, to why I sweat? No. Um, but I'm just going to kind of ha leave that excuse with me. Anyway, no. So anyway, you heard I was in the car, right? And I was sweating a lot. Um, but then I later I was up at, late at night and I made a, I made, I made a mistake of I, I was watching like uh, cooking videos in bed. It was about one thirty, and and there's there's this one video. I think it was Anthony Bourdain, and he was talking about steaks, and he, and he was just giving some general advice. And he said a cardinal. I'm paraphrasing. It was something about a cardinal sin is once you take that steak off the grill and you cut into it within ten minutes of removing it from the grill, you've literally committed a sin and throw the steak out. It doesn't matter how nice it is. It doesn't matter if it's Kobe beef. It doesn't matter if it's a if it's a New York strip. I, that those are like the two types of steaks that I know. It doesn't matter. You you ruin it because within that ten minute period if you're removing it off the grill, no matter how you cooked it, there is some magic going on inside that steak. Something that we really aren't allowed to see. That's why you can't cut into it. You just gotta trust the process. And there's some magic going on in there. Juices percolating. Something's happening there. We don't know. It's a literal, it's a chemical reaction. It's magical. But once that 10 minute timer comes up, boom, cut into that puppy. And I couldn't help but draw a crazy parallel to sweating. Hear me out. I genuinely think, like, I, one of the things I do, I, I've, I, I've, after kind of being in that car and sweating, um, having a herd of um, bison and buffalo, literally, or just roll down my face, I went to, uh, I just realized I kind of like swing. So I remember I went to the gym, right? I went to the gym and I went for a run, but uh, I threw a sweatshirt on the sweatshirt, t-shirt under that. I Honestly, I might have had a beanie on too. That's between us. I might have had a beanie on, a maroon beanie too. That's beside the point. Um, went for a couple mile run. So, I mean, if you know me, Three-fourths of the way through it, I've already got some sweat going. I'm feeling good. I, I think it's a nice way to kind of detox the body, cleanse it, feel good, ready to go for the day. Um, and I applied the exact same principle that Mr. Bourdain applied to a fine steak to me running these two miles. Once I was done the two miles, um, I, I acted, you know, I kind of stretched a little bit. I, you know, I stretched a bit. I did, you know, the calf, the whole kind of shebang, but I kept the sweatshirt on. I kept the beanie on. Honestly, my sweatshirt was tucked into my sweatpants. I'll tell you that right there. I don't think I've ever yielded such results on an emotional and physical level through any activity I've ever done in my life. And it was because of the fact that I kept the sweatshirt and sweatpants on. Here's my thing, you guys. There was something percolating in, in you know, in, under that sweatshirt. I, and I, here's my thing. It's my body, right? And with that sweatshirt, that kind of heat little chamber right there, I don't even know what was happening. It was magic, though. Um... We've all popped bubble wrap. We've all had a really nice back crack. We've, you know, some of us, you know, of age, cracked a Corona open. Some of us maybe even cracked a Diet Coke. Uh, we've heard, you know, three-pointers swish. Uh, we've heard the weekend sing. We've heard great things, satisfying things. I don't think, to my knowledge, there was anything ever more satisfying than removing the sweatshirt after that 10-minute incubation period. Not only did I feel, um, to, to, to quote an old coach of mine, fresh as a daisy, and probably every coach of all time that says that, I felt fantastic, and I was ready to get after it. I was ready to get after the day. My shirt soaked sweat. But here's the thing. Once you go through that, you best believe you're about to have the best shower of your life. 
I'm just hoping you got some body wash with you, but chances are it's going to be a fine shower after an even finer sweat.